Perak Bey's Mishnah Dalad. The previous mission we discussed uh, treehouse sukkahs, and we learned that if somebody literally builds a sukkah in a tree, this tree is supporting the sukkah. The sukkah itself is kosher, but he can't go up and live in there to fulfill his mitzvah on the first day of sukkahs on Yom Tiv, since that would violate the rabbinic decree against utilizing a tree on Shabbos or Yom Tiv. Our mission begins with the teaching that Haosa Sukaso Bain Ha'ilanos Vahilanos Defanos law if one makes a sukkah not up in a tree, but surrounded by trees. The trees serve as the walls of the sukkah and he suspends some schach above. Ksheira. Such a sukkah is perfectly kosher. You can even use it, fill the mitzvah. The first day of sukkahs on Yamtiv or on Shabbos Khalamoid, because Living in such a sukkah is not considered using a tree. When we talk about using a tree, we mean you know, directly using it. If it bears your weight, or you put something on the branches, or you lean on it, here the trees are in the background. You're living in the area surrounded by the trees, and they happen to function as the walls of the sukkah, but you know, living in such a sukkah is not considered using the trees in the sense that they're abundantmented, so there's no issue in this case. The Mishnah turns to the topic of the actual fulfillment of the mitzvah, of Besukas Teshva Shivas Yamim, the mitzvah to live in the sukkah structure for the seven days of sukkahs. Now, an important principle regarding this mitzvah is the principle of Teshva Keintiduro. The mitzvah is no more, no less than a mitzvah to live in the sukkah as you would live in your home. So, it doesn't mean you know, a person is trapped in the sukkah, but it means that. Those activities, and what we do in his home, we should do those instead in a sukkah. So, eating, sleeping, relaxing, do those things in the sukkah. The Mishnah teaches uh, an exemption of this mitzvah, and that is that shaluchei mitzvah peturin mina sukkah. That people on their way to perform a mitzvah, so even if they're not involved in the mitzvah itself at this moment, but they're en route, they're on the trip, on the way to perform the mitzvah, are exempt from the mitzvah to live in a sukkah. And so, for example, if they're going to have a set meal, they may have their set meal outside of the sukkah. It's based on the principle of ha'osik b'mitzvah pater mina mitzvah. If someone's involved already in one mitzvah, he need not set that mitzvah aside and come engaged in a different mitzvah. And thus, he's not required to you know, go off track of what he's doing and you know, lose focus on the task at hand to turn to a mitzvah of yeshiva sukkah. No, he's exempt as long as he is involved. He's on that mission to perform whatever mitzvah it is, maybe going to redeem a captive, whatever mitzvah he's setting out to perform. And Allah is, he's only obligated in that mitzvah and not in the mitzvah to go and live in the sukkah. Another exemption is that sick people and those attending them are exempt from the mitzvah of living in a sukkah. So starting with those attending the sick person, they're exempt because they're involved in a mitzvah of attending this sick person. So the exemption is the same as in the previous case of Osik mitzvah Patrim in a mitzvah. Now the sick person himself need not remain in the sukkah if he will be uncomfortable there. If he feels that his condition will not improve, maybe even worsen by remaining in the sukkah. If we apply the following litmus test, we say, if a person were sick, would he leave his home if that would make him feel better, answer was yes, sure he would. Maybe he would go to a more comfortable situation for his condition to improve. So being that he would leave his house, in light of his condition, he would be permitted to leave his sukkah. 
because of his condition. And by the same token, we have an exemption of mitztayr if it's at the point where it's really a physical hardship to remain in the sukkah, then he doesn't have to remain in the sukkah. Because it has to be at least a semblance of, you know, he would live here. It's a livable situation if it's not really a livable situation. You know, if that situation were in his house, he would leave his house, well, then there will be an exemption. But of course, the person must you know, set himself as best as possible for success to make every effort to make the sukkah a livable place. So hopefully no situation will arise where he'll feel he's mitzdair, that he's suffering too much and he has to leave the sukkah. The Mishnah teaches another dispensation, and that is, although of course meals is part of one's living, so one has to have his meals in the sukkah, however, ochlin v'shosin aray chutz sukkah. One may have a snack outside of the sukkah. For since a person would have a little snack outside of his home, the fact that on sukkahs he went and snacked outside of the sukkah is not considered a failure to live up to his obligation to live in the sukkah, because even in regular daily living, he very well might have a snack outside of his home, and so that's not going to be an activity that he's required to perform in the sukkah.